On today's Insights, Matt and Brad answer the questions we've been getting over the last month. Today's episode is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Do you have too many job openings going unfilled? Is the solution to just spend more on job ads? Absolutely not. But to succeed in a market like we're facing right now, you need to take a different approach to job advertising. Forget post and pray, forget annual contracts. If you want to fill more of your open jobs, you need a centralized, data-driven, automated solution to managing your job spend. A solution that gives you more control and more flexibility. That's where we come in. With Haley Marketing's Job Advertising Management Services, we use programmatic software to automate your spending. So you save time, reduce wasted spend, and get more people applying to your jobs without having to spend more on advertising. For a free review of your job spend, contact us at 888-696-2900 or visit recruitmentmarketers.com. This is Insights. Welcome to Insights. Tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar. What's up? This is Brad Biley and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, what's on your mind this week, buddy? Hi, Brad. What's on my mind this week with recruitment marketing? I think unemployment benefits went away for most of the country, um, September 6th. So just over a week ago. And I don't think it's going to change like the snap of a finger like we saw back in March. It's I don't think so either. It's not just about the benefits. You know, Our CEO, David Cerns, and I actually had to talk about that last week, but that's where digging deeper into your four pillars of recruitment marketing, career sites, job advertising, social recruiting, and employer branding are really important. It's not just unemployment benefits are going away and people are going to quickly come back to the workforce because there's more jobs than people officially on unemployment. Everybody's hiring. That was one of your best takes of the year last week, two weeks ago. Of thank you. Literally, everybody's hiring. Everybody's short staff. That's not news anymore. What are you going to do about it? So that's what's on my mind. I was in line at Dunkin' Donuts the other day, and and they had a taped sign on their order. It was out out near your way, out in Cleveland. I was going to visit a buddy, and uh, the sign said something like, "We're short staffed today. Just be patient with us." <laughs> Just super, like a super honest note on the intercom or whatever it's called at Dunkin' Donuts. I think that's good to keep laying expectations. There's a local ice cream stand, you know, hamburger shack by our house that's closing Sunday, Monday because they don't have help, which is okay. But if you want to find more help, it's got to be more than just putting a sign out and hoping people will come back. What's on my mind this week? The candidate experience is still everything. When we think about marketing, recruitment marketing, we think about any part of that. It's all about the candidate experience. Whether you're driving inbound leads, you're driving new people to, to apply to your jobs, you're reactivating, you're re-engaging, you're redeploying, whatever word we might use there, it's all about the candidate experience. And if a candidate is going to have a better experience with somebody else, they're going to go somewhere else. And Matt, everything that we do from recruitment marketing and a digital standpoint, even your traditional marketing, 
has to be about the candidate experience. What are we doing? And the prospect experience too. But for sake of this take, I'm, I'm thinking about candidates. How are we making that application process, that apply process easier, more efficient, better? How are we just all around making the candidate experience better and elevating that experience? Matt, for sake of insights today, when we were talking and workshopping the, the, the show, said, why don't we just go through some of the questions that we've been getting via email? We are talking to clients every day. We're helping our team assist with clients. Haley Marketing, we use Slack. So there's always questions in our general channel and our random channel of things that we're hearing in working with hundreds of staffing and recruiting firms across the country. So Matt and I took some of our emails and Slack messages. And what we're going to do is really just have a grab bag show here. And as always, if you have questions that you want to hear us answer, you can reach out to us on LinkedIn. Matt and I are more than happy to have a 10, 15-minute conversation with you and help you with your recruitment or digital marketing. We'd also love to answer one of those questions on the show. So if you have anything that you're thinking right now, wow, I really wish I could get their take on this, please reach out to us on LinkedIn. We'd love to have that conversation. Matt, the first question that I want to elevate to you, are my PPC ads working? I got this uh, a week or two ago, and it's something that our team was working through together. Are my ads working? And Matt, I know you do a lot in the programmatic advertising space, so maybe we can even relate this to that. But how do you know if your pay-per-click advertising is working? It comes down to goals. And there was also a discussion about this in ASA Central with um, talking about PPC and Alexa McHale, McHale from Grand Personnel Services said, you know, asked about it. And I think Michelle Vincent from Medicor um, talked about goals. And it's something we've talked about Haley marketing all the time, not just with PPC, but any marketing. What are your business goals? And with pay-per-click advertising, with your paid online advertisements, the two main goals that we really focus on here, I guess, are you know, you're driving traffic back to your website and or is it visibility? And with visibility, the easiest way to think about with online advertising is a digital billboard. If you put up a billboard on the street somewhere, you might get some conversions, phone calls, but it's about knowing that Brad's staffing agency exists. I'm totally aligned with you. It has to come back to your goals. I can't tell you just as a general comment, if your PPC is working without knowing what you're trying to do. We can't do that with anything. Matt, if you wanted to take your your wonderful family on a vacation and you didn't know where you wanted to go to, how would you know if that trip was successful or not, right? We've talked about the roadmap analogy multiple times. It's a talk that I've given a, a bunch of times here at Haley. If you don't have an end destination in mind, if you don't have a goal in mind, how do you know if anything you're doing is successful? Matt, kind of a secondary question to this, is pay-per-click advertising just table stakes in 2021, 2022? Is that something that, and and I, I, I kind of have my own take on this. It was something that you were talking about that that sparked my interest. Everybody needs more leads, they need that direct response and everybody needs visibility. Is pay-per-click advertising in 2021 just cost of doing business? I think it depends on the platform. With Facebook, more than likely, yes. Just because organic posts on Facebook don't reach a lot of people. And by organic posts, we mean when you go to your personal page or you go to your company page and post content and don't put any advertising behind it. Facebook's going to show it, probably not to a lot of people. And there's a lot of data out there that shows posts from company pages also don't show up in timelines a lot when it's organic. It's a lot of friends content, imagery, family, et cetera. I think on Facebook, yes. Obviously on Indeed for staffing agencies, you have to pay to play. That's a pay-per-click play. Um, ZipRecruiter, yes and no. 
Um, you can get some good exposure from Organic ZipRecruiter, but it's also a company that's in business to make money, especially now that it's public. So it's going to give more exposure. If I click on the, the job posting that pays them 60 cents versus zero cents. So is it table stakes? I guess I'll say yes if Brad's going to make me choose. I think I'm going to say yes too. And you know, Matt, we, we've talked Field of Dreams a couple of times, right? That iconic line, if you build it, they will come. Just because you built the website doesn't mean anybody's coming to it. You need to do things to get people to your site. And that's inbound digital marketing. That's recruitment marketing. It's everything that you're doing. Just because you have a great website doesn't mean anyone's going to come. It doesn't mean that job seekers are just going to find it or candidates are going to find it or prospects are going to find it. It's everything else after that gets people to come back to that website. Pay-per-click advertising, Matt, I, I, maybe I'm ready to carry this and, and, and lead this into Q4, but I think it is table stakes. I think you need to have a really good, well-thought-out, comprehensive strategy for pay-per-click advertising that aligns with your goals. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to become an employer of choice and, and continue to elevate that you're an employer of choice in Buffalo, New York? And as a result of that, you're going to run ads in strategic locations to strategic individuals? Are you trying to drive direct response and get candidates or prospects to come over to your site and take action? What are you trying to do? But as we look at cost of doing business in 2022, Matt, I think pay-per-click is uh, table stakes. I think you need to have it. And, and I think you need to have a well-thought-out strategy. So let me kind of correct myself there for a second. You don't just need PPC. You need a well-developed PPC strategy that is aligned with what the heck you're actually trying to achieve as a business. We wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't. We talk about pay per click. That's you know, it can it has a long term play too. It takes time to optimize. You're not going to turn it on tomorrow, September 16th, and see results right away. You'll see some, but it takes time to optimize, like any marketing. But also, there's a long term play of search engine optimization and SEO because this thread talks about we wanted our company to show up when people search for staffing agency Greensboro or jobs in Greensboro. And yeah, you can do a keyword buy and go purchase those keywords and hopefully outbid other people when Matt goes to Google to search those terms. But search engine optimization is that long-term play of, as Brad just said, you can build the greatest website in the world. If nobody knows about it, nobody finds it. And nobody engages with your content and applies for your jobs or submits sales leads. SEO and PPC, man, they're the Corona and Lime. You need them both. You can't just have one without the other. Everyone knows that. You think about having that organic play. Just because you built a website, you need to continuously nurture that. You need strategic SEO, search engine optimization. You need strategic PPC because all of that is going to flow the funnel the right traffic to your website. Matt, great segue. Another question that we wanted to talk about today. How long do I need to commit to digital marketing or recruitment marketing or marketing, right? How long do I need to commit before I start to see an impact from that? Matt, give us your thoughts first. We get this question all the time in programmatic job advertising. Oh, is there a year-long contract? Because a lot of the job boards aggregators over the years have had year-long contracts or some type of duration. And I think from a programmatic job advertising standpoint, you need at least three months to give something a trial. Um, it it's more of an immediate results, I think, than Brad's answer is going to be with digital marketing. Because when you're going to Indeed, ZipRecruiter, and purchasing advertisements on there, you can't wait 12 months for results. You need results pretty quickly. It's going to take a little time to figure it out because every staffing agency is a little bit different. Best practices are there, but it's, it's not a turn it on today and it works perfectly tomorrow. 
So from that aspect, I think it's three months. And from a digital side, I'm guessing your answer is going to be a little bit longer than that time. I think the best staffing and recruiting firms buy into the methodology of digital is just part of business. That's what we do. You think through content marketing, let's start with blogging or video creation or whatever content you're putting out. If you want to be seen as a thought leader in staffing and recruiting in Buffalo, New York, you can't just do that for six months. You need to do that for six years, for 16 years and continue building on that because you can't all of a sudden just be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be a thought leader anymore. I don't want candidates to think that we're we're the the best in, ter- in, in terms of content marketing or, or answering questions from our target audience. Just not how it works. You need to commit to that long-term. Now, how long do you need to commit to see results? It's a really tough question, Matt. You know, Ongoing SEO and SEO best practices typically say about three to six months. PPC, I think it is a little bit more, you had said it's a little bit of like a three-month play. I think that commitment's long-term as well because you need to optimize and tweak and, and make sure the machine is running effectively. Everything though, and and this is just something that is my mentality. And and if you're listening and you're thinking, you know, I don't want to commit to blogging for two years or three years, then then I'm welcome to you know bring you on the show and, and talk about that and chat about it. But the way that I see it is with content, with digital, everything that you're doing is working to strengthen your employer brand. Matt, you talk about that in recruitment marketing all the time. Everything that you're doing on digital is to strengthen who you are as an organization and get more candidates and prospects to apply. That goal is not going to change in five years, 10 years, 20 years. So you need to buy into the methodology of content, answering people's questions, being a resource, being seen as an expert. Hey, it's Brad checking in real quick before we get to the rest of the show. Why should you trust Haley Marketing for your staffing website, SEO? Nobody has as much staffing and recruiting SEO experience as our team. We'll help you get found more often and dramatically increase traffic to your website. We do the technical work and write the content. Our services start with the technical optimization of your website code and content on your website. We'll leverage multiple technologies to complete keyword research, then develop a specific strategy to optimize your site. Want to know more? Interested in getting started? Give our team a call at 888-696-2900. And hey, tell them Insights sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Matt, let's go into another one. I, I like that question a lot. I actually like this grab bag idea too. We should probably try to do more of these. These are kind of fun. If you're listening and thinking, hey, I'd love to have a question answered on a, a next Insights episode, please reach out to Matt or I on LinkedIn. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, if you like the style of the show, you don't, we'd like to know that as well. Matt, I'm getting asked this pretty much every other day, uh, whether it's through clients that we're working with, through team members elevating questions, just seeing it. Uh, I observe a lot of different group content. So a lot of people are talking about this. Are job seekers still using Facebook? You know, Matt, just this last month, TikTok surpassed YouTube in terms of the average time users were spending on the platform. The average user is now watching more video content on TikTok than they were on YouTube as of last month. Snapchat is still popular. Instagram continues to grow in popularity, though I've seen a lot of data that's showing individuals are getting off of Instagram because it's turning into a photo dump that Facebook used to be. Um, so Matt, I'll, I'll, I'll softball it to you here. Are job seekers still using Facebook? Yes. I'm not going to say go away from the mothership. It's the most used social platform. Are there different demographics on there? 
than five to 10 years ago. Yeah. TikTok is, we joked probably a year ago at this time, hot in the streets. It is, I haven't seen the data, but continues to be the most downloaded app in the app store, which shows the interest. And I'm not on there, but a lot of people who have said it, and that's not me just being silly. I'm literally not on there, but the algorithm's really good, shows you content that you want. Instagram could also be going down because there's only so much time in the day, Brad. I can't spend you know an hour on Instagram and then just add in another hour on TikTok. I mean, I guess I could, but that's neither here nor there. To answer the question, is Facebook still being used? Yes, especially in warehouse manufacturing, clerical, nursing, healthcare. It still works in those main areas. Video still works really great there. And kind of tying into the previous question from Brad, it's you have to continually change your content marketing strategy. What worked on Facebook in 2015, 2010 isn't working in 2021. You have to adjust your content to meet the algorithm and meet how people are using the platform. So a couple, couple angles on this, right? The first is there's almost 3 billion monthly active users on Facebook every single month. Uh, the number here that I'm looking at, Matt, just a quick Google search, 2.89 billion monthly active users. Now, are those users logging in and consuming Facebook as often as they're consuming TikTok? No. TikTok, right? And I, I, I have this data in front of me now too. In June of 2021, TikTok users watched over 24 hours a month of, of 24 hours of content on the platform that month. Um, compared to YouTube, it was like 22 hours and 40 minutes. So people are staying on TikTok longer. They're looking at that content longer. That doesn't mean that people are not using Facebook. Okay. So I, I think we need to clear that people are using Facebook. 2.89 billion people are logging into Facebook every month. Your candidates and your prospects are using Facebook. Facebook's been 65 to 70% of social media internet users for, for years. It's plateaued. Yeah. Right. Right. How many more people realistically are going to set up a Facebook account? I mean, I, I know, Matt, and, and and maybe this is a different angle too. And and I like this grab bag style because it's kind of just structured conversation, right? I work in professional lacrosse quite a bit too on the side. And, and we've talked about that on Insights. I've had individuals in the league say, we don't need to have, and this isn't from the National Lacrosse League. This is just individuals in the sport, players, coaches saying that they want to have a presence on other platforms instead of Facebook because their target demo isn't on Facebook. It is. It is. It's in, in staffing and recruiting. It is in sports. Individuals are looking at Facebook. So being strategic with what you do over there is critical though. Like Matt said, TikTok's gaining in popularity. Snapchat's still popular. Instagram's still popular. There's all these apps. Individuals only have so much time. What are you posting on Facebook? What is your purpose? What is your why? You have to have really good content. And this isn't to get political, but go look at, go to your local do me a favor, go to your local TV news station and find a story about masks or vaccines or schools. And I'm not saying get in an argument, but look at the amount of comments and shares in a short time period. People are there. They're spending time. The challenge though, is if you put more resources into Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Pinterest, some of those not as popular as established as a Facebook, LinkedIn, how are you going to measure your success? It ties into question one. If I'm going to put resources into TikTok and make the best employment branding videos, will it lead to applications or another one of my goals? Maybe, but please make sure you're tying results 
an ROI to that and not just jumping in feet first, head first, the whole body with on the TikTok and hope you get a hundred thousand impressions. And then in three months, you have to report to someone and you have no applications you can tie to it. Incredible take, incredible take. When it all comes back full circle, good content will always cut through the clutter. If just because you're thinking people aren't on Facebook, they're on TikTok. No, people are watching 24 hours of content on TikTok because they're entertained by it and they're having fun and they're enjoying it. People are also looking at Facebook, but to Matt's point, they're commenting on masks, politics, religion, because that's what people want to do right now. So if your content isn't getting that engagement, isn't getting comments, shares, likes, comments, views, how can you make it more captivating and more engaging? Now, there's a caveat to that. We're in a business that is about putting people to work. If you have passive job seekers looking at your tips on how to improve their resume, they're not going to share that and comment on it, right? They don't want their boss to know that they're looking at an article about finding their next job. But if you want to see engagement, you need to create content that drives engagement. You need to create content that sparks interest, that captivates an attention of your audience. It, 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 it's the same with books. It's the same with movies. It's the same with music. If the book stinks or the song stinks, no one's going to read it. No one's going to listen to it. Content is, it's, it's, it's all the same, Matt. It's all the same. It doesn't matter what medium you're using or where it is or where you're distributing it. If it's good, people will look at it and people will share it. The algorithm pushes out content to its users that get people to stay as long as possible on that platform. On TikTok, my buddies are golfers. They get a lot of golf videos on TikTok. On Facebook, as Brad has said for years, it's sports, it's music, it's celebrities, and right now it's the vaccine and politics and all of that content. So whatever content that is very good that can stand out to the algorithm to get Matt to continually to scroll will rise to the top of the timeline. It's also an echo chamber. Right now, I'm super passionate about buying sports cards. So now on my Facebook feed, I see more group posts of the cards that I've either sold the cards that I've looked for because Facebook knows what I want to see. So to Matt's point, your, your feed is curated based on what you've engaged with in the past. So are your job seekers, are your prospects on Facebook? Yes. They're there to relax though. They're there to hang out. They're there to have fun, right? We all work stressful days. We all have things going on in our lives that might bog us down a little bit. We're using social media as an escape. How can you create great content that cuts through the clutter, that captivates an attention and gets people to actually take action and apply. Learn who you are. Reach out to you for your services. Matt, I'm going to end it with one sentence. Yes, your job seekers are on Facebook. And yes, you need to continue to have an aggressive and calculated strategy for how you're going to maximize Facebook. Otherwise, you're just posting just to do it. And there's no value in that. Like Matt said, come back to your goals. Come back to your why. Make sure every post has a purpose and make sure you're aligned in what you're doing. You know what, Matt? I like this style of show. I like bringing questions. That's really what Insights has always been about. For roughly 80 episodes now, we've worked to break it down into three segments of questions that we're seeing frequently across the team or across ASA Today or ASA Central, whatever. I'm sorry. Um, and, and elevate those to the show where we can provide our takes on those. If you have anything that you want Matt or I to cover on an upcoming show, feel free to reach out to us. I know I've said it before. I'll say it again. Reach out to us on LinkedIn. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what's on your mind. We're here to help. And honestly, without you, there's no us. We're just two guys talking into a microphone. So if there is anything that you want to hear, let us know. We'd be happy to talk about that on our next episode of Insights. That's our show. 
And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You can tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. My podcast partner, Matt Lozar. This is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.